This is the Genre of Horror Film Review, a podcast for those who love scary cinema. Call me Screw Loose. I'm a writer, a filmmaker, and a horror fan. Welcome to the Genre of Horror Film Review. talk about The Last Drive-In. So this is a show that's on Shudder. I like it quite a bit. Um, It features a film critic called Joe Bob Briggs, and usually each Friday night in season, he hosts a double feature of horror films. Um, You don't know what they're going to be up until the moment the films premiere. And he introduces the films, and he signs off the films, and he also cuts in throughout the films, and he gives insight and knowledge on, you know, what you're watching. and, And as a person like me, you know, I'm a horror fan. I'm a filmmaker. That's stuff that I'm really into. I love learning behind-the-scenes stuff about films like that. Um, the first time I watched The Last Drive-In, so my sister has a subscription to Shutter, and she shared the password with me, and I was checking out different films that were on there. One of the shows that popped up was The Last Drive-In. Um, I didn't put it on. One night, my mom, who actually doesn't watch Shutter at all, She had it on, for some reason, that night, and she was watching the episode where Joe Bob covers Castle Freak, and I was kind of bored, didn't have anything to do, so I sat down and watched it too, and I'm like, you know what, this is interesting enough. It was interesting enough for me to keep going. It was the episode where he covers One Cut of the Dead. It's a Japanese zombie film that is really good. It's one of my kind of personal favorites, I guess, as of recently, especially as a filmmaker. It's kind of a love letter to filmmaking, but that episode, Joe Bob opened it up, and he was talking about Russians and deepfakes. You know, this was right before the uh, election where Donald Trump got elected president here in the United States, and yeah, well, he's rambling and going on, and the dude is, he's so charismatic, and he's fun to listen to. You know, he does this kind of Texas redneck shtick. You know, he's going on, and I'm kind of sitting there like, well, what the hell is this guy talking about? What does this have to do with this Japanese zombie film? And I don't know, eventually, like all his other shows, or all his other intros, as I would come to learn, circles back on the movie. You know, there's a point to everything he says, no matter how, like, kind of off the wall it might seem. And the dude just fun to listen to. I love his insight. And that's basically how I got into watching The Last Drive-In. You know, I do watch a lot of shows, but I will say that I almost never miss, you know, figuring out what Joe Bob covered that week on The Last Drive-In. It's one of those shows that I definitely get excited. I get excited, like, this past Valentine's Day when they covered, well, they did a Valentine's Day special. They covered uh, Tammy and the T-Rex and also The Love Witch, which were both a lot of fun. And, you know, they do other stuff like that. Each year he does a Halloween special. Each year he does a Christmas special. And apparently Valentine's Day, I don't know, maybe they won't do that again, but I guess we'll see. Another thing that's, like, really cool about the show is, well, just the movies. So, something I kind of noted, or something I kind of like is, I suffer from the fact that, you know, the dilemma of choice sometimes. You know, I have access to Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus and Amazon Prime, Shudder. I think I also have, I have too many, I have too many subscriptions. I need to cancel a few, but I I have PBS. And at the end of the day, you know, maybe I've been spoiled for a long time about being able to put whatever I want on when I want. So the fact that the way The Last Drive-In works is, I mean, you really don't know what it's going to be. You tune in 
because of Joe Bob and the fact that he's going to put on these exploitation um, horror films. And a lot of them, I mean, a lot of them you're just not really ready for. And so that's kind of cool. It's kind of cool to have somebody select a film for you. He covers, he's covered well-known films like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's covered The Hills Have Eyes. He's covered Halloween. And he's also covered a bunch of films that I wouldn't have watched if I hadn't, you know, been paying attention to the show. He covered Maniac Cop. He covered A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, which is an Iranian feminist vampire film that one is another one of my like favorites i already mentioned one cut of the dead which is this japanese zombie film reanimator i saw reanimator for the first time because of this and i don't know just the variety of different films you can watch um tourist trap i had always heard about sleepaway camp which has one of the pretty crazy ending to it a pretty crazy twist i guess you could say and it covers different French films, demon films. One of the well, one of the French films. No, it was Italian, called Demons. Which that one's pretty cool and pretty crazy. Loved that. Um, he has a lot of guests on. He had he had Jeffrey Combs on. Um, so Jeffrey Combs was the star of Reanimator. He's also the star of Castle Freak. A lot of uh, H.P. Lovecraft adapted films. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell is one of my. I love Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. I met Bruce Campbell one time in Iowa City. He was giving a talk, and he signed my Army of Darkness, you know, Blu-ray, and watching Joe Bob talk to this guy. So if you can't tell, you know, I'm a bit of a fanboy for Joe Bob. And so when you're watching this one guy that you're a fanboy of interact with another person you're a fanboy of, it's pretty awesome. Um, he also had, he had the actor who played Pinhead on. He had Eli Roth, who, you know, he's a filmmaker, an actor. He made Hostel 1 and 2. He made Cabin Fever. And as an actor, the role I always think of when I first think of Eli Roth is he played the Bear Jew in Inglorious Bastards. Um, but that guy was fun to listen to him talk. He had so much knowledge about filmmaking and horror films and the history. I mean, on Shudder, he hosts a series that's about the history of horror. Um, yeah, one other guest, I guess, like, he he's had a bunch of guests. He had the girl who starred in Sleepaway Camp on there, and he also had Roger Corman, I think was his last guest of this last weekend. You know, Roger Corman is considered, like, the, the king of the B-movies, and he's made some Hollywood films, but he's also, like, independent filmmaker, king of the B-movie. He always figured out how to do these things. He did the original Little Shop of Horrors. So they covered Little Shop of Horrors. They also covered Humanoids from the Deep, which is about these amphibious dudes who come up and they want to kill all the dudes and they want to sleep with all the women apparently really kind of a weird weird film but it was an entertaining film and you know i wouldn't have watched it if it wasn't for the last driving with joe bob briggs so i'm pretty happy about that i don't know i guess one of the last thing i wanted to talk about the show from the perspective of a filmmaker which i am i mean i do a lot of horror films i mean i've covered other genres but i always kind of come back to horror because i think horror movies are just fun and they do give you a lot of chance for like social commentary. And one of the frustrating things is, I mean, I'm definitely um, an amateur independent filmmaker. You know, you barely have a, barely have like two pennies to rub together. I think is the saying when I'm making a film and yet you still do it. And the cool thing about Joe Bob is he champions the independent filmmaker and you can tell he really roots for him. Um, he's called the only drive-in movie critic. And apparently it's because he would go and he would cover the films that, used to play at drive-ins. I mean, not everybody knows this. I didn't know this until recently. I was listening to a lot of podcast interviews that Joe Bob would give where drive-ins initially, big studios didn't want to put their movies into drive-ins. They thought it was kind of, you know, lowbrow and they, yeah, they just didn't want to do it. And most of those drive-ins were mom and pop establishments. And 
they needed stuff to show, so they would reach out to these independent filmmakers who were making, a lot of times it was horror, it was Grindhouse, these B-movie things, and so they would reach out to these independent filmmakers to let them put their films in the drive-thru, so they would, er, in the, the drive-in, not the drive-thru, we're not going to McDonald's, but to put their films into the drive-in, and it kind of worked the other way around too, because movie theaters didn't like showing these exploitation horror films because they thought it was lowbrow. So, you know, the drive-ins needed these films. These films needed the drive-in. And Joe Bob, being a fan of film and being a fan of these guys, like a lot of these independent filmmakers making these films are guys who didn't have any money. And especially back then, you know, the equipment was way more expensive. And so he just thought it was, he just really respected these guys for making these films. And it's one of those things because I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, his episode where he covered One Cut of the Dead, which he just gives this really amazing kind of motivational speech about being an independent filmmaker and just going out and making your movie. And especially nowadays, just making it work and, you know... And it was kind of one of those things as an independent filmmaker where it is it does get kind of frustrating. You know, it was cool to hear, and he just speech. He goes on, he motivates you, says, "Go make your movie." He's like, it "Doesn't matter if you have ten minutes a day. Figure out how those ten minutes are going to be about making your film." And I don't know. And then at the very end of the speech, he tells you, he's like, "And then send me the film." He's like, "Go find my email address on my website," or he might have even said it at the end of the speech. But he's like, "Send me your film because I want to see it." And I don't know. I just thought that was so cool and. I know he's inspired a lot of other filmmakers and horror filmmakers to do what you do because you love it for the passion of it all, and yeah, it's really cool. I'm hoping he's having like some sort of a uh, drive-in jamboree out in Pennsylvania in a couple months. I'm kind of hoping to get to that, and we'll see. Otherwise, I know he has a film festival called uh, Mutant Fest. I think this this year is the first year, and I'm hoping it's an annual thing because I really want to... I have an exploitation film in mind that I want to do, and hopefully I get in there, because at this point, kind of the film festival I want to be in the most. And yeah. Alright, I think I'm going to sign this podcast off. I hope I've influenced some people to give it a shot, because I know I know there's a lot of people out there just like me who, you know, really appreciate The Last Drive-In, and they're kind of Joe Bob fans and like what he's doing, especially with, like, kind of how the show came to be. So, you know, Joe Bob is in the, the vein of those horror movie hosts from, like, days gone by. You know, like, the Creature Double Feature and stuff like that. And the last show he hosted was Monster Vision on TNT, and that ended in, like, 2000. And I was listening to him talk on a couple of interviews, and he was talking about how, you know, every year since 2000, somebody would come to him and be like, hey, we want to do a show with you. And he's like, okay. He's like, you'd basically go get lunch with him and never hear from him again. And then finally around 2018, he had a couple of guys approach him about, you know, they wanted to pitch a show to Shudder featuring him. And he's like, okay, you know. And again, he figured, you know, go get lunch, never hear from them again. And... Well, he eventually met up with the Shutter executive, and the Shutter executive wanted to do the show, and he's like, well, what do you think you'd want to do with us? And Joe Bob said, well, how about like a, you know, a marathon? And so they eventually landed on doing a 24-hour marathon. Um, and so they were all ready to go, and then finally, I guess at the last minute, the people from Shutter contacted Joe Bob, and they had lost the budget, needed to do the production somehow, or they no longer had it, and they had a reduced budget that they could do, and Joe Bob said he was getting ready to pass on it, except for the fact that the crew, who was supposed to work on the production, they came forward and said that they were so excited to do this that they were going to do it for free. And Joe Bob's like, well, I guess we're going to have to do it. 
And he kind of didn't really know how this was going to turn out. In his words, he was kind of telling them, he's like, you know, this 24-hour marathon, like, how do you want to do this? And they basically like, we want you to do it exactly like you used to do Monster Vision. And he was thinking, no, that's not going to work. There's not commercials anymore. People are going to get annoyed when some dude keeps interrupting the movie the whole time. And they're like, no, 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 it's going to be great. So they kind of went in not knowing how this was going to go. Well, people were so excited to see Joe Bob come back and do this show that, well, so many people tried to log on to Shudder to watch the event. It crashed the Shudder servers and basically influenced Shudder to be like, oh, wow, you know, this is kind of something good here. So they made it a regular weekly television show. There's holiday specials involved with it. And I don't know, honestly, I think they made the right choice because at least currently it's one of my, you know, favorite things to watch. I get a lot of the escapism out of it. And again, as a filmmaker, a lot of motivation from it. And I know overall, it's just a show that, you know, makes me happy. So I hope other people feel like tuning into it too. Uh, thank you. This is Screwloose, and you were listening to the Genre of Horror Film Review.